Today is December the 26th. Today, we'll see Israel move from the people of the book to the people of the temple. Reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read Nehemiah chapters 8 to 10. Here in this section, uh, last week, if you remember, Nehemiah focused on the rebuilding of uh, the walls of the city of Jerusalem. Those are now done. The temple is now done. Now Nehemiah can dedicate himself to what he really came to do, which is to restore Judaism to its rightful place in Palestine. In chapter 8, he calls on Ezra the scribe to read the law. Ezra stands, he begins to read the law. The entire people gather to listen to the law. If you'll notice in verse uh, 14 of chapter 8, as they studied the law, they discovered that the Lord had commanded through Moses that the Israelites should live in shelters during the festival to be held that very month. Um, As they read through the book of the law, they saw that there was a festival to be held. And they were in the middle of the festival. So what they did in verse 16, the people went out and they cut branches. They used them to build shelters on the roofs of their houses in their courtyards. In the courtyards of God's temple or in the squares just inside the city gates. Um, They heard something that they weren't obeying. They saw they were to obey it. They went out immediately and obeyed it. This is, this is wonderful. In chapter nine, the people gathered together and now they dress in burlap, sackcloth, and they throw ashes on their head. The, uh, typical Jewish sign of repentance. And they repent in chapter nine, verse 26. They repent for what their ancestors had done. In verse 26, uh, they were disobedient. They rebelled against you. They turned their backs on your law. They killed your prophets who warned them to return to you. They committed terrible blasphemies. And then later on in verse 33, the second half of this verse says, We have sinned greatly. We have sinned greatly. You gave us only what we deserved. Not only their ancestors, but they themselves had been disobedient. So, as a result, in chapter 10, they draw up a document. And in verse 38 of chapter 9, they say, In view of all this, we're making a solemn promise and putting it in writing on this sealed document are the names of our leaders and Levites and priests. Now, chapter 10 goes on mentioning the names that were on the document. And the document itself contains four basic promises. Those promises are listed in chapter 10. Chapter 10, verse 30, we promise not to let our daughters marry the pagan people of this land. 
verse 31, we promise that if the people of this land bring goods on the Sabbath, they would not buy them. Verse 32, they promise to pay the temple tax. Verse 35, we promise to bring the first part of every harvest to the Lord's temple year after year. In essence, verse 39, the very last phrase, we promise together not to neglect the temple of our God. Now, they started this passage um, reading the book of the law. They end it saying, we will not neglect your temple. They move from being people of the book to being people of the temple. All of the promises that they make are cultic promises, especially as it relates to the temple. We will uh, continue tomorrow finishing up uh, the book of Nehemiah. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see how Nehemiah carries out the promises that they have just made.